into my office and I'll give you a nice cavorking. But until then, you're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 6, Episode 6, Lethal Inspection. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. I'm bleeding. And our guest today is Faces of Cleveland photographer Laura Wimbles. I just got dumped. Oh, what? <laughs> oh no! That's why I brought that one. Oh my god! <laughs> what are you? Are you absolutely serious? Yes. Oh, oh my god! We'll talk <laughs> off mic. Jesus oh. Christ! Oh, it's fine. No, I I thought I'd save that until we started recording because it would get the proper the shock. Yeah. Oh. Wow. You're the audience like. <laughs> you're bleeding on the inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I have renewed my vendetta against vintage doorknobs. Mm. Because, uh, I mean, this house that we recorded is like 100 years old, and there's several interior doors that have like the, the beaten up sort of screw twisty knob thing with the bad, you know, sure. it's all yeah, falling yeah. apart. And the, the knob on our bedroom keeps pulling apart. So I'm like, I'm going to fix this real quick because it's lit loose. It's one of those where it's still intact and you can still like function it a little bit, but it's just so loose that I thought so. And then I took it apart and tightened the screws on the one side and went to put the stem back through and it wouldn't go through. I'm like, what the I just took it out of here and it like wouldn't fit. Mm. So I get that sorted out and turn the other side around and one of the screws jammed and the screwdriver just like right into my hand and blood, blood, blood. And then Tom's got like a yeah, hole in crack, crack, crack my head open. <laughs> it was not concussed. a concussion. So no. Are you sure? Yes. I stayed awake for well over eight hours. Good. 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 And I don't know. I don't know. That's it. Right? Did you see I mean, as long as you I mean, stay you awake for eight hours. You could still have a concussion. Yeah. It wasn't. You're just not supposed to go to sleep if you have yeah. one. Or if I, feeling sleepy. I didn't really hit it yeah. that hard. <laughs> it was more just the angle. It was like a corner. So that's what gou- <laughs> it, like, kind of gouged me. So it's not super deep, uh, but it just, there's a lot of blood coming from that spot. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. I had to, I had to do a, uh, you know, a, a wound suck uh, for the first batch because the bathroom was occupied by a, a, a child we're watching today. And I'm like, oh, that's uh, got a good iron level today. I mean, I'm actually, yesterday I was eligible to give blood again. So now. I know what the Red Cross mm. is after. They call me or text me like every week, even though I've removed my cell phone number from my online por- like profile or whatever and said, do not call or text me. They still fucking call me every single they week. Do. And it's like multiple times a day and the people never leave a message. It's always a 216 number. And then when I look it up, it's a Cleveland area no. code for out of town listeners. Uh, Every time I look up the number, it's like Mrs. So and So in in Willoughby. Oh. Like I can tell, it's it's like the same group of people on like the east side that I guess are. I, I'm sure they have older people that just want to do the phone tree to volunteer or whatever. But yeah, it's it's, it's pretty yeah. annoying. <laughs> they I mean, have my number printed out somewhere and just, just keep calling. Blood. They just want your blood. It's yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you do you donate? I have donated several times through work because I yeah like you get like get a free Chipotle burrito yeah or, or like a five dollar Amazon gift card yep. or like yeah I won like a twenty five dollar Visa gift card through work just for signing up for the twenty five pounds drive. of blood. <laughs> well, I, so I've, I've never uh, given blood. I'm at really. Yeah, let's see. Because it's my blood. I'm not giving it to anybody. Even in high school, like to get out of a class, no. like oh, no, you wow, know what? That was the best because part. also, like, when I was in high school, like, as soon as I hit like 
18, I got kept getting tattoos. So <laughs> uh, it was like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Risk. You could get three months. You could right. back then. Yeah, I don't uh, know what it is now. I've just, just never given blood. I mean, my blood's my great. Blood. Yeah, I've got. They got bad blood. I'm O positive. Yep. So I don't they even know they what my want me. Oh, you are too. Yeah. I'm O positive too. Yeah, yeah white what are people. you, Tom? <laughs> he doesn't even know. 51 lifetime units. That's six gallons and Jesus. then some. So what app is that? I, mine doesn't say, look I love like that, that you have an app for that. Because it's, well, it's great. You can schedule. And that's the thing. Like, I will yeah, schedule. I just do it through work. But I, I have to go out of town a lot. And then, then I I'm not going to give somewhere else. Because then they like, have you ever given under a fake name? And like, no. Does no, my I doctor haven't. know what my blood type is? Probably, Probably not. I mean, uh, if you've ever had blood drawn for something, oh, just several times. Just oh yeah, then they then know. they would know. Yeah, they probably like, know. Just scrape off some of the shit on your head right now, yeah. and <laughs> we should do a special call-in segment to yeah. his doctor Ooh. and and you ask. can. There's a kit that you can buy for a couple bucks online where you just bleed onto it, and if it turns like pink, you're pregnant. But would you have <laughs> yeah. access to that like with your forensic? Yeah. What if I bleed it on a like bled on a well, pregnancy it's, it's, test? It's also that wouldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you are the father. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's, that's how you check to see if you were impregnated by Satan. <laughs> you have to bleed on it. It starts boiling. Yeah, it's, it, it combusts. So uh, this was... I, I did enjoy this episode. It was just weird. It was very weird, but I really liked it. And I... Okay, so um, I, I've been on your podcast once before and I apologize profusely to your listeners because as much of a Simpsons fan as I am, I have never <laughs> delved into the realm of Futurama. Still haven't, aside from the couple episodes. It's a lot that to I've take seen. on. So mm-hmm. yeah, but I what I really enjoyed about this episode is how uh familiar it felt to a lot of Simpsons specific humor just like you know the kissing of the fingers with like mm, I yeah don't know, I, I can't i it there this, were just a lot of very it, it didn't feel like a um a narrow storyline that was inaccessible and, and not to say that a lot of the episodes are but this was oh, a very I'm, I'm sure are. but this was a very accessible easily laughable episode that i there is a lot of non sequitur type stuff too in this one. I think. I think that might be part of the Simpsony vibe. Yeah, there's also some some references that we can talk about when we get to them. Yeah, to, to prior uh, jokes earlier in the season and whatnot. The the Civil War reenactment stuff was just it's so good. Yeah, what the Civil Civil War? I know. Well, so okay. So does this like? Does this put Futurama in the Star Wars universe? If the Sith are invading, no, it's Earth. in it's in our our universe. But then, where Star Wars was a was movie. a movie. But then, how would people invade? Like, well, maybe because of the movies, they started. I don't know. They didn't have actual lightsabers. They were toys. But it was a reenactment. Do you they don't the have actors. No, had, it turns out like the Siths that maybe those are. An alien planet. The that's Siths. what I'm wondering. Yeah. Okay. So it's it was Earth, a the Earthicans and the Siths. So it was a it was a war. It wasn't necessarily has to do with Star Wars. <laughs> it was the the Sith invasion of 2865. But the cardboard cutout on 
the ship, <laughs> which wasn't like a, 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 a Star Wars ship. I don't, you know, I don't know. Then I never got beyond like X-Wing and TIE Fighter. And that's when I kind of checked out as far as knowing names. But that was beautiful. And then the Darth Stroyer, Darth Trocious, Darth Sploder, Darth Erderer, and Darth Ithead. <laughs> that, that, was, that was so fantastic. And I was wondering, is this like, was this prequel back, backlash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when did when did the prequels stop? Ninety nine was Phantom Menace, I think 2004, right? Two thousand four. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. So this is, I mean, this is six years later, and they're still. Maybe it was coming out on video or something. I don't know. It just it seemed like a stretch war, but I it guess was probably they, a third mm-hmm. re-release of a DVD exclusive box set with both yeah. versions <laughs> of Jabba of extras. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two thousand five is was Return of the Sith. So, uh, I mean, they really just took that pun and ran with it. That's <laughs> what I think happened, which is a total Simpsons thing to do. Um, I, I bet that was something just like in the writer's room. Somebody was just like, maybe they went to say Civil War or something. And, and then it was like, it, they, it was civil. I mean, civil. Yeah. Like, oh, Sith. And then that's where it came from. I'd like to think that. They could have yeah. had a Civil War and just had one person with multiple personalities fighting everybody. Aww. They could have done that. Uh, you know, I, I just thought of that now, which is why it's one, half-baked. One eighth of our audience got that reference. <laughs> if, if Michelle, if you got it, then that's, I mean. It the, took me a second and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that oh, show. Yeah, I never watched show. it. Yeah. Moonlighting. Mm-hmm. They all fought Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> and Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> oh, my God. He needs to be in more stuff. I love that guy. <laughs> is um, Bender's costume is based on an actual uh, Civil War well, I was wondering about that because he had that weird ass ginger wig. Man, I wish I had an iPad. You guys, or is that a Kindle that you're using? No, it's, it's just a He's tiny got the one. Mini. Oh, we I all just have want everyone little... to know I am the only one without a scrollable device to reference back on well, this episode we that pros. I kind of watched while I was a little high, if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> General George Pickett. What? What was he picking? Uh, he was. He's famous it? for he Pickett's charge it. at the Battle of Gettysburg. He was a. Uh, is he a Union or a Confederate? A Confederate soldier. So he was with the... I mean, that was the other thing, is they kind of mixed those up then, because everybody was wearing blue. Um, that photo makes him look like he owns a brewery in Ohio City. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that... Like the, at the top there. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. <laughs> Lots of forehead, slicked over, comb yeah, over. That's what, that's what they're going for at, at those breweries, all those... I'm going to bring back arm garters like a motherfucker. <laughs> I just, I got some new suits and That's I want to be able to take name. off the arm garters. What's that, what's that, that, the, the bar that's downtown that is like fancy and it's in a basement over by like. East 4th? Yeah. The speakeasy? Oh, it, yeah. Um, what's it called? I think it's called Speakeasy, isn't no, it? No, it's, it's not. something with an S though. Yeah, it is an S. Uh, I'll remember it in like an hour. I, I'll remember it in like a day when it doesn't matter oh, anymore, shit. and I'm by myself, and I'm like Southingtons or something. Yeah, I, it's, just call into the show and leave a I voice. I almost had it. It's it's like right on the tip. Of, it's it's right on the tip of my tongue. Because uh, if we get it in time, Tom can just edit it in. Either way, I went there on my birthday last year, and it was so busy that I just turned around and left. Actually, it was two years ago because my hair was green, and I was like, we went down there, and it was a bunch of, like, older people, like, boozing it up 
Well, just with to, their just like to, crazy fancy jewelry and shit on, and I was to be clear when you say older people, you're talking about people like ten years older than me or my age. More than that, okay. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was like retirees, middle, yeah, retire like middle aged and older people who were all you could tell had plenty of money to be down there and yeah. order whatever fucking 20 we couldn't even get a drink the bar was so crowded well, but it takes 17 minutes to yeah. make a fucking drink they're all making they're side crafted yeah, yeah. sidecars and whatever but all tom those dudes, bombadils yeah and whatnot, so. <laughs> tom bombadils it's a sh- short hairy drink um how old are you 29 okay i just turned 35 how old are you I'll be 43 in a couple months. Okay. Great skin. You exfoliate. Oh, uh, I don't. use FPF. Brandy's got it down good with you. Good I don't know. It's, it's, it's all the hair. And I pluck out the whites and it just, it helps. <laughs> it evens it out. And you? 62. Aww. <laughs> 34. It's a new, it's a new hip. It's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good range. It's just that like, as, as frequently comes up, A, I'm in the context of this room, very old. And at the, in the world at large, you know, uh, that's like the civil reference. Like, that's old for me to get. But then if it's, if it's going to get picked up by you, there's got to be that Venn diagram of people watching this that'll get it. Because it's probably been used as a reference on The Simpsons at some point. I have to ask you, though. Uh, so I, I just turned 35, and not to make this about me, but it was my birthday. No, no. I was literally, I, I was genuinely uh, curious. What do you all define as middle-aged? We had this discussion a couple days ago, and I was like, oh. Is that I'll why be- you got dumped? Maybe, are you, did, are you I too think old? so, because he was younger than me, and I don't know. Yeah. Fucking millennials. I know. It's <laughs> like a next, next version, I, I guess. Definitely I definitely wouldn't upgrade consider, my OS. I would not consider 35 middle-aged at I, all. I thought I was like, well, I think like times two, that's 50 70, plus. So that's like, I would or maybe like Maybe like 70. 45 or 50 plus. Hmm. Right around. If, I guess if it depends I'm going on how by, old you are like, on the inside, though. My family history of when the <laughs> average <laughs> person has died, <laughs> then 35 is definitely middle-aged. <laughs> And in your case, maybe even less. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, if you're going expect- on immediate family history. You know what? You guys were actually on topic because of life expectancy talk. Um, <laughs> we're, on, we're, on, we're on script with the episode. But what, what is average life expectancy? I think it's like 80 for, or like 78 for a man, 79 for a woman. Some, I mean, it's probably between 80 and 85 with women lasting longer. Yeah. Um, just because of sheer evil. <laughs> <laughs> and spite. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's a, I mean, and that comes back in here too. I mean, there's a line where the professor gets knocked over. He's like, you're dead. And he goes, no, I'm just very old. <laughs> but the, the one thing that got me on here was Hattie McDougal walks through the crowd while they're fighting and she's walking a dog. I thought she was a cat lady. The, the old lady in the bathrobe, no, uh, she's walking a poodle. She's just, she just has a cat. She's just a hoarder with several animals. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I mean, my most of my exposure is from that fucking game that I can't stop playing. And she's like, plays with her cats. By the way, this was another soundbite heavy episode <laughs> I wouldn't from know. The, the game. It was like three minutes straight where everything they said was just a clip from the game. And I'm like, oh. Cool. It was obviously <laughs> easier for them just to use the later yeah. episodes, like get the rights to yeah. use that in the game than probably the original yeah. stuff. Is, so that retractable laser that was like the sticky frog tongues was gross too. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. Like, But the thing, so this when weekend. Fr- when Fry shot. Yeah. And then he had to <laughs> roll, roll it back roll up. It up. <laughs> so I, 
I spent several hours with my daughter this weekend, which on the face of it sounds like a good thing. She was watching this YouTube series or, you know, a YouTuber personality named Wenji. Um, it made me want to stab out every hole in my body and stuff. Some things that aren't holes, just like it's apparently, (laughs) apparently she's infinitely more popular than we are. She's the biggest YouTuber in Australia. And I'm going to talk shit like I never knew about this thing. (laughs) She's this Asian woman, uh, who plays up sort of the cutesy hello kitty type sort of personality but then she edits everything so that she's two people. She's she's Wenji mm. and Wendy. She's got like crazy colored hair, and it's all about like we're gonna play pranks. Uh. And I'm watching this shit with my daughter. I'm like, why do you, it's their pranks? They're funny. I'm like, no, they're they're mean and they're dumb. Like, but one of those pranks was like, you can make a fake ketchup bottle where you tie a ribbon inside it. And you put a knot on the end, and then you go, hey, do you want some ketchup? And you spray it, and it'll shoot the ribbon at the person. Like, this literally happened the same day I watched the Futurama episode. I'm like, this is A, very strange, and How B, is that even a fucking prank? I, there were, she was doing shit like making mayonnaise popsicles to give to your friends. And I'm like... <laughs> okay, that, that one's a little funny. No, it's, <laughs> it, but it's just like, A, huge fucking waste of mayonnaise. True. And then she's mixing, like, food coloring in it to make it, oh, it's this strawberry yogurt. Uh, this is my like weird Australian via John Travolta accent, by the way. <laughs> I, I can't even get in she's there. She's an Asian my woman hair. that is from Australia. She is a Chinese Australian woman. Okay. Yes, okay. Uh, because one of the episodes was about her history, and now she it, it, like does she have an she has an Australian accent? Yes, but then she's in videos she does with these guys with American in Australia? Yes. Does she ever prank kangaroos? I didn't see any, but probably. <laughs> oh. I mean, it started out, she was watching Logan Paul. I'm like, turn this shit off. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I thought he was banned. Well, I mean, she's like, why? I go, because he's a very bad person. (laughs) He's awful. And I don't even want to get into the fact that he, like, grew up 10 minutes away from here. Of course he's from that guy. Yeah. Of course. Right? Yeah. Of fucking course. (laughs) On brand. (laughs) (laughs) Says the guy who grew up in Rocky River. I mean, look. We all have our cross to bear. Robbie Pizzatello, former guest of the show, grew up with that guy. Went to high school with, like, same grade. Went to school with him the entire time they were at Westlake. I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Just. Mm. I wonder how much money he makes off of those videos being monetized. <sighs> I don't think he's monetized anymore. I think they like that might be they the de- cord that they, they, cut. they demonetized him. And right, but is that a uh, video by video basis that they do that on? I don't know. I think they completely removed his channel as like a monetized. Okay. Yeah, but it's the internet. I mean, other people just grab it, yeah. post it, and. You know, content is meaningless and ownership I don't know is. If, uh, yeah. I, I never really concept. watched his videos, but I I thought that they had all been like. I mean, I'm sure some of the dumber, harm harmless ones are still up, but are they all still I up? Or I mean, she was watching it. It was on, I so some know. sort of content. But he's too. Oh, pranks. I think he's pranks. still making videos, but probably not popular anymore. I mean, like I I do enjoy pranks and pratfalls as much as the next guy. Like, I think, I don't remember if we were talking about it on the show or off, but like, love jackass. But those guys are self-inflicting their shit in a Mm -hmm. horrible, dangerous way. This is just like, let's do dumb shit and offend a whole nation of people. Can we do that? I mean, normally that's something the president does, not some dickhead (laughs) with a YouTube channel. But... Um, um, that, that that just the, the laser it was like yeah that's how so we got gross. It. yeah 
Sometimes then, the internet makes me want to throw up. Yeah, I I know it's just it's just bad. Um, the 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 winning of the war based on Hermes calculations. Like, <laughs> they they really rode that one into the ground, but I kind of liked it because he's just doing the accounting as it goes uh-huh. of who's dead, who costs more. I mean, that would be a much easier way to do Cost it. Cost per just, casualty. Twelve dollars per life cut, tragically short. Yeah, <laughs> and not even. I mean. Did they even do accounts? Did he have arm garters on in that costume? Well, Bender called him a number crunching crumb muncher. <laughs> <laughs> number crunching crumb muncher. I uh, the one Sith kid was uh, telling the uh, tell my mom to wait for me at Quiznos parking lot. I miss Quiznos. Really? Yeah, there I still are Quiznos. Quiznos. I know, but you have to. I kept traveling farther and farther away to go you have to, to seek one, them out. Mm-hmm. and then it just got they moved the like the one that was like. Within dry, reasonable driving distance for something. Have like you that. eaten at Firehouse Subs? I have. Is it the same? Is it no. different? No. It's different. There's something about Quiznos subs that were just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't. You I get see. the little. You get the peppers. They have little pepper bar. That's that's one of those fast food restaurants like White Castle where there's like shit tons of them in Columbus, mm-hmm. but nothing up here you like know, they all retracted. pulled out of cleveland yeah we used to have one west 117th oh, oh yeah i have to drive past <laughs> that sad sad white castle every morning the on my way to work spooky abandoned white castle i, I want somebody to open it up a new franchise there like i want some brave soul to be like you know what fuck you white castle i'm using your building i'm buying it and i'm opening up a white castle in it. what's what's is it um U-T-B-A-P-H. There's a, there's a website called Used to Be a Pizza Hut that's all about repurposed <laughs> Pizza mm-hmm. Hut buildings from the 70s, and it's like they turn into Chinese restaurants or, or whatever. There's a, there's a Taco Bell building on the corner of Puritus and Rocky River Drive that was the old mm-hmm. school Taco Bell, and it just got abandoned. Then someone opened up, like, finally, like, a new Mediterranean grill, and it burned down, like, two weeks uh, later. It's just a shell now. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it looks like the Alamo. Like, it's all blackened coming out of the windows and stuff, and it's still the stucco. It looks like the Alamo? <laughs> yeah. I didn't believe in God before, but after hearing that, that's <laughs> kind of hilarious. <laughs> Lightning hit it, and that was that. Um, it, the... the um, the one other thing about oh, just while we're on the topic of sandwiches, the 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 icing on the the shit cake that was my Friday last week after dealing all day with people that can't do their jobs right, basically, at like ten o'clock at night, I went to Penn Station to bring home some sandwiches, and they fucked up my sandwich just by not making it right, and it was it's. They're closed. Was and the bread on like, the inside? It all fell apart. <laughs> but all, all I wanted was some roughage. I just like. Just give me a cheesesteak. Can you put some lettuce and tomatoes on it? Look at the ticket. It says lettuce and tomatoes, and they just did not give a fuck. But I didn't find out till I got home, and it's just like, <sighs> this is my life now. Yeah, that's disappointing. Was, oh, it was so bad because I really needed, like, the vitamin C out <laughs> of the tomatoes and the, and the, uh, the what's... The of the lettuce. Yeah, just something to <laughs> make we, me feel less why guilty. we need to get robots to start making sandwiches. I know. Mm-hmm. They've got the kiosks to order. Now let's... Uh, I See, that's why I get Uber Eats. It's kind of the same. You can send the driver back. I can just well. So, oh, see, here's my story. Yeah. So, I think it, this was Friday as well. Just because Michelle's honest. <laughs> no, I I I got um, Indian food using Uber Eats, and it took kind of a long time for the. It was over an hour for the food to get to my house, which usually it doesn't take that long for Uber Eats to show up. But it was like longer than they said forty five minutes, and it was like an hour and fifteen. So you know that's that's pretty. 
that's a half hour difference. It's a long time. That's to wait a long for a time dosa. to wait for. Yeah, and, and that's so the difference I, between a hot and cold taco. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I always put I have them deliver my food to the back door because it's easier because of the way that my house is set up. Back door is easier than going in through like the front foyer and then figuring out which of the four doors goes to my apartment in the house. So he ignored that inst- the instructions to go to the back door where he could literally just hand me the food and from outside to me and go. And then so I finally figure out where he is. He's at the front door. He hands me all these bags and says, thank you, and walks away. And I'm like, this seems like a lot of food. Like, I don't think I ordered this much food. So why is this so heavy? I walked in my house. It's he just Diwali gave it to in me. July. Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just handed it. He just gave it to me and turned around. Like, I, I didn't have time to you say, You are now like, responsible oh. for this baby. <laughs> <laughs> just handed it to me and walked away. I go inside. I set down the bags on the kitchen table. And I look at it, and I'm like, my name's not Heather. And then I turn around my, like I, I looked on the, the order ticket on my bag, there's my stuff. And then the other bag was like someone else's like four meals that were piled oh on top of each other oh. in the smaller sized bag. Oh. And it was like, she got like palak paneer and all this good stuff that I would have all, like, I like, and I, I don't know what to do. And I tried calling using the Uber app because they don't let you have the driver's numbers anymore. You have yeah. to go through the app to like contact the driver. And it was saying like the phone number you're calling from is not associated with your Uber account. And I was like, bullshit. Yes, it is. Like I've only ever had this phone number the whole time I've had Uber. So I called a bunch of times and I couldn't get through and I filed like a, like I hit, like a, there's a problem with my order. And then I Wrong said, food well, I said other. And I said, driver gave me my food and someone else's food. Then like 10 minutes later, he like shows up at my, like knocking at my front door. And I, I just, I was like, yeah, he's back. And I handed him the food and he's like, thank you so much. And then I like, he ran, runs back to his car and I, Later on, I get an email that says, we're sorry you experienced an issue with your order. We've issued a full refund. So not only did I, like, get my food, but I got it for free. Oh. I love that. That's a good Samaritan. That's the difference And I had ordered a whole lot of food because I I ordered food for dinner and then lunch at work the next day. Uh, So I had gotten up. That's why I I didn't really think much when the bags were super heavy. This is a really off-topic story for this podcast about about Futurama. I I know you're going to all equally hate me for going off-topic, but I'm going to keep it going. It's a two-second story. I was at at 16-bit. Similar thing happened to me. Um, I was walking in. And I saw a 16-bit is a bar in Cleveland, Ohio that has um, a bunch of... It's a barcade. Barcade, yes, thank you. We've got them in Columbus and Cincy, too, and I think Indianapolis, maybe? I think they've moved that way, yeah. Yeah. Tons of video games, arcade games, and pinball machines, and I'm walking in, $100 bill. What? On the ground, like, parallel to the bouncer checking IDs at the door. So I pick it up, and I'm like... Oh, my God. And my first instinct, I turn to the guy checking IDs at the door, and I say, I just found this $100 bill, and there was a group of people walking in as I was walking out. I'm, you know, it was like seven people. It's probably theirs, you know. Yeah. So he takes it, and he's like, no, thank you. That was really cool. And I'm like, you just might want to, you know, ask them because they're going down the street. So I just leave it on my way, and I go to the bar where my <laughs> ex-boyfriend oh. and uh, friend, Patrick, they're standing at the bar, and I was like, oh, I just found a $100 bill, but I gave it to the bouncer, and they're like, you idiot, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, 
Well, I figured someone dropped it. Like, if I dropped $100, if I dropped $5, I would be like, yeah. you where's know, my money? Yeah, I, I went to art school. I'm poor. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Me too. That's why I was so excited about free Indian food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better. So 30 minutes of them just, like, razzing me, like, why didn't you just keep it? Why did you give it to the bouncer? He's just going to keep it, blah, 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 blah. Well, here's what happened. The manager of 16-Bit comes up to me, and she's like, are you the one who gave the dollar bill? Mm-hmm. She said dollar bill so she you know, yeah. could vest out that I knew what I was talking about to the bouncer. And I said, yeah. And she hands it back to me, and she said, none of those people who were walking out dropped it. It's yours. Thank you for being honest. Oh, wow. So I was like, wow. suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Good karma came back to you and quickly. I kept going, yeah. <laughs> and especially... Kudos to them because if it was no one, they would have just yeah. they could have just it. kept they it. Could have easily kept it. Super it, tips. Yeah. So I asked them. I asked the bouncer. I asked the manager. I'm like, can I please buy you guys a drink? Like, I guess I could have split it and like gave them, but I still find I, I found that whole. You thing know, they're on the clock. They <laughs> yeah. probably it's a conflict of interest. It's a whole mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had good intentions. Yeah. I so. Getting back to this yeah. thing, and, and like this is this is Cut the fun part. Yeah, part no, 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 no. It's all. I mean, Bender is a hustler. Yes. Bender would have just kept it. Yeah, absolutely. And and he so plugged up his leak with it. I was trying to figure out if this involved a bunch of retcon or not, because there have been previous episodes where his personality has been downloaded into other shit or moved into other shit. It's like, oh my god, this is the end of the world, and then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I've got a wireless backup unit. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Now he didn't know that he didn't have the wireless backup unit, no. but like the one where mm-hmm. they go to the central bureaucracy before. This this whole episode is just goes off. This is a very similar to like how the Simpsons kept redoing origin stories as mm-hmm. time like, progressed. As, yeah. as Homer and, and, and like Marge. how how they met and how they had their kids. Um this I I this is just they decided to tell a Bender backstory that really contradicts everything. Contradicts everything else. <laughs> yeah. Even just like two seasons ago, with wait, was that the when was the bra- the brain switching episode? Have we got? Did we even no. watch? We haven't gotten to that one yet. Where they all? No, I thought that's we in did. this. That's in these these last. Few. I need to stop watching episodes ahead of time because <laughs> then I think we already did them. And okay, well there <laughs> there's a d- dumb there's a there's a brain spoiler. switching. Yeah. It, it's not a spoiler no, for a no. TV show that came out seven years <laughs> yeah, ago. That's true. Um, there's an episode that's coming up where they all switch brains and Bender switches brains and bodies with, uh, another robot, a couple other robots actually. Oh oh boy. (laughs) And people switch brains with other people. And, you know, that doesn't quite make much sense if, if his, he was able to switch brains into a different body couldn't he have just done it with another bending unit that had the yeah like flexo yeah, like <laughs> flexo got disposed of though a couple episodes ago he was on the but did it matter because they could have just downloaded flexo's person I, I, it, the whole thing yeah it's yeah the mind yeah. boggles <laughs> um one of my favorite things i think about the whole reenactment though was zoidberg's curly wig like I was trying to figure out what that whole thing was because it, it looked pretty fetching on him. First of all, like it was, it was almost like um, Mr. Glass from Unbreakable, like that yeah. kind of off lopsided Samuel L. Jackson deal, mm-hmm. you know. Which I guess is timely since apparently they're making a sequel to all that shit. Like it's coming out now. <laughs> will, will, will Shyamalan get his his mojo back? Did he already? With uh, was it Switch? I don't know. I'm I not. A, I'm not really an M Night Shyamalan, a ding dong okay. fan. You got. I mean, he was good for like the first two and a half, and then it just split. 
That's it. Yes, that was a good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I heard it was Unbreakable good. Unbreakable was good. Unbreakable was Split great. Is good. And Sixth I'm sure Sense Glass will be good. And I Sixth hope Sense, so. and that's about it. I mean, I watched like three or four more of them before I finally said, "Well, it's kind of like the Kevin Smith thing. You get the mm-hmm. you get the affinity for it and like, all right, and you're I'll, so hoping. You're just hoping." Yeah, like I really want Zack and Mary to make a porno to be good. I really do. Just, I liked Zack and Mary. It was fine. The unrated version much better. I can I can never see enough of Jason Muse's dick, basically. <laughs> and Tom Savini's in that for like two point three seconds. Doing what? He's uh, when they they're in some like garage space because mm-hmm. it was filmed in Pittsburgh and yeah. he lives there and he's just like, oh, this is I I don't even I couldn't even recall what he said, but he was in it. He was there. Did uh, did any of you ever play Little League? No. Uh, I, I was forced to, or something and... like that. Like, did you have to do the lineup at the end and like, yes. good oh, yeah, game, yeah. good yeah, game. Good they did game. the good no. war. I didn't ever play a sport. <sighs> did you have to do it with the horses? Because making Fuck horses no. high five would have been <laughs> fucking cool as shit. That would have been some Lipizzan stallion. Like, you get to walk, have them walking on two legs and you're on the back. <laughs> no. Doing the, the three amigos deal and you get to, they clop on each other. Is that even possible? Is that physically possible? For horses to high five? Yes. I bet it would be I mean, easier for them to do with their legs going like backwards. Yeah, I don't want to see I that. Don't think they I don't care about backwards. easy. I hmm. care about impressiveness. <laughs> You're I'll, an American. <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll consult my mom. I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll if we could, I mean, says. that would be a viral YouTube video if ever there was one, like high fiving horses. I'm gonna look that up you, after. Yeah, we're all done. of you have iPads. I don't even have a phone right now. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's well, like... this is my memory anymore lasts about this long, so it's it's all good. Um, I, the professor's thing of having pains in joints he had removed a century ago. Can I, I, I ask I something really quick about the professor? Yeah. This is probably something in the Futurama verse that has been discussed, talked about. So again, forgive my ignorance. Has it been linked that Professor Frank and the Professor are like a long, separated lineage somewhere? No, I don't think that's ever even mm-hmm. come up. No, they, but they now they that you mention each it, other and obviously not the voices. There's not the Hyven, but yeah, yeah. In certain instances of Futurama, The Simpsons is a TV show. Okay. In their universe. And then... The Pimpsons. <laughs> and then there's other ones where it's... Or the Sam- it was the Samsons, wasn't it? <laughs> no, there was Simpsons on Big Hunk of Garbage because there were like Bart Simpson toys all over it. Yeah, but the Asarama. Oh, yeah. Well, Asarama was... and Asarama. <laughs> just like three weeks ago that was in the episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if that was something that had been regularly discussed or whatever, like a tongue-in-cheek play or if there was fanfic, like... There's probably fan uh, Probably, play. yeah. But it, it's, it has not come up before. But now that you mention it, there is, I mean, maybe Matt Groening has one archetype he uses when he draws a professorial character. Did you guys see he's coming with Linda Berry? What? The library? What? Yes, in 2019. Tickets still available. Son of a hmm. bitch. Cuyahoga County Library. Yeah, I forget maybe. which branch, but. Oh, probably one of the shit. He's hosting ones. a roundtable with Linda Berry. And like Durf or something? Nice. No, it's just the two of them. They're really? good friends. Yeah. That's a very small round table. That's like a coffee table. That's, a That's like a high top. table I want to go to. Yeah. Shit. Okay. We'll have to look that up. Maybe we can get press passes. Oh. Who needs a photographer? There you go. <laughs> you, we'll get you credentials. <laughs> um, the, the, the whole Inspector 5 thing where this comes in, that just seemed... 
odd. I mean, I get that it's the, the... What do you mean it seems odd? Well, like, that he'd even... He's never... He's, he's the only person he's ever respected is Inspector Number 5. He's never brought him up before in right. 89 episodes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's why this episode, though, there's a lot of funny bits in it. That just don't matter. It just... It's, it's one of those episodes that it's like... You... You're trying to go back and tell this story, and you're totally negating like all kinds of other jokes that have happened throughout the series. I'm just not series. giving a fuck anymore. Like, like yeah. he doesn't have a brick hole anymore. He's just squirting oil out of his ass. And why is that? That was that was one of the the references <laughs> from a previous episode I was going to bring up is that he says, "Let's all get brick faced." I didn't hear that. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> what point did he say that at? Uh, some point soon. Uh, probably the it was the end, I believe, but. Bender does say, come on, you guys, let's all get brick-faced instead of shit-faced because Bender shits bricks, literally. Yeah, <laughs> There's I, another one, too. This There was a whole little exchange right here in this scene where, he's, where they go, Bender, you wet the chair. He goes, that wasn't me. That must be some of that urine you're all so proud of. <laughs> and then Fry tastes it and goes, nope, it's not, not urine. <laughs> I mean, all of that was just, I mean. So good. I ha- you know, the first thing that comes to mind, it's not may- maybe not the urine itself, but the expulsion. Like, there's a scene in A League of Their Own where Tom Hanks, like, pees for, like, five minutes. Yes. And I think it's, is it just, is it Rosie O'Donnell or Madonna who's just like, that's some nice peeing <laughs> at the end? Yeah. Like, I've taken to timing myself in the mornings. Like, like on average, and I know, I, it's not like... It didn't start as, like, I wasn't doing it on purpose, but what happens is my alarm goes off at 6. First thing I do is mm-hmm. walk into the bathroom, and I walk out of the bathroom at 6.02. So I know every morning I'm good for two minutes of, <laughs> yeah, of, of expelling liquid chemical waste from my body. And, you know, then you, you can gauge how much hydration you're going to need during the day and start off that way. Like, it's, it's a really good bellwether <laughs> for what condition your body's in. Like, uh, you know... It's, I'd stay very hydrated. This is probably my third liter of water I'm on today. It's all, it's all good. Good for you. But like, I can imagine what Tom's old roommate who subsists on nicotine and Dr. Pepper, I think it's probably like syrup. Yeah. <laughs> and brown. that's what scares me. The, the bees brown. Yeah. Taps. Yeah. Or just, <laughs> it comes out like a gel cap and drops. It's just, it just shatters blep- as, it, as it hits the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when you boil down Coca-Cola <laughs> into its component syrup and it's just uh, sticky caramelized stuff. Gross. Look, look, at least it's not poo that we're talking about, right? I mean, not I yet. Guess. Um, These are our options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Bender's, Bender's got an oil leak on uh, the professor's not wheelchair. Yeah. The, soft, the soft chair with wheels. You mean your wheelchair? I don't need a wheelchair. It's the chair with wheels. Uh, Bender sprung a leak. Zoidberg says, you call that an ink defense? And then just yeah. fucking goes nuts. I, that was beautiful. Love and rips it. his that clothes off, too. It. It's just like... <laughs> like, I can spray people with stink somewhat like a skunk, <laughs> but I wish I had the ability to just... Like, I can sweat at people. I can do that for sure. But like having, is, isn't there like some kind of disease or condition you can get where your sweat comes out in different colors? Or like is that one just of those th- candles that you light and they drip? Kind of. I mean, or is there like? I mean, is that just a hallucination that happens when you take drugs? Maybe I don't know. Because well, the, I, like 
I don't know if you're aware of this, and I, if I've spoken about this on the show before, I'm, I apologize. But when you are breastfeeding, one of the things that you're urged to ingest is this herb called fenugreek, mm-hmm. which makes your sweat smell like maple syrup. So when we had our daughter and my wife was breastfeeding, she was taking this stuff and her armpits smelled like pancakes. And it, so like, <laughs> if you can make your sweat smell like that, like, can you there? And there was a thing like, I don't know if you remember the phantom pancake smell in New Jersey several years ago, but there was like mm-hmm. this whole town smelled like pancakes. They're like, what the fuck? And nobody knew. I'm and having it, a stroke. It yeah. was a fenugreek factory. Like they were processing fenugreek for, you know, herbs or whatever. And it was making the whole town stink like a delicious breakfast. Fenugreek? That's like, uh, oh, it sounds like a frat house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's, it's very unimaginative because it probably originates from Greece. It's just like, this is uh, Grin America or something. And it's some, some other sort of thing that makes your my, blood My high out. school was next to the Krispy Kreme donut manufacturing plant. Ooh. For all of central Ohio? Yeah. And That's... every Wednesday morning was was glaze morning. It's glaze day. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. Well, every morning it would smell like donuts when I would get to school. And then, like, Wednesdays, though, it was, like, when they made the glaze or something. It was just, just the smell of just glazed donuts in the air if until, you could like, 2 p.m. all see the look on Michelle's face right now. <laughs> She's, she's she's literally in another, in another place. <laughs> but I, I don't blame her. We just had spirit day, which is boring as hell. You guys had glaze day? I oh. mean, it just... It was also shout an out, art high school, Yeah, right? shout out to, to Fort Hayes for being in the best location. <laughs> hey, Pete. Chrome hydrosis, also referred to as colored sweat, is a rare <gasps> condition characterized by the secretion of colored sweat. How do you get it? Cases of red, <laughs> blue, green, yellow, pink, and black sweat have been reported fuck how if you could sweat black <laughs> or blue goth as fuck man yeah that would be some next level shit how i'm I, so goth i sweat black what's it called chrome hydrosis yes okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have to double back on that um but uh, I get so we get to this point bender's got a fatal defect where he has no backup unit that nobody knew about before apparently uh, it never came up, um, but it was good to know that he had between a minute and a billion years left <laughs> to get through. Um, but and then uh, he was like, "Well, how do you all cope?" He was like violent outbursts, and Amy has general sluttiness and fries like denial. Yeah, yeah, Amy admitted general sluttiness. But that's because sex positivity still hadn't even been really uh, perpetrated as a concept. Yes. I mean, that's just, (laughs) that's like first wave sex positivity. You know, we're on probably like third or fourth wave now. I don't know. So why can't sex positive people take the word slut back? I think they do. The, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it, but it doesn't You've matter. You've never heard, like, a white girl walk into a bar with a bunch of other white girls and go, what's up, slats? Yeah. You've never heard that. You were a bartender. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, when a pack of harpies comes in and shrills at you. A I bunch mean, of hens cackling away. Yeah, but, it, but that's when, when, a, when a, God, I, it's so, let's, how are we going to parse this out? When a disenfranchised or 
you know, uh, segregated social group does reappropriate a word to reclaim it, you know, like queer or whatever, then that turns into the point where there's the people who are like, no, we don't like it. And yes, we do. And they'll fight about that. I mean, it's just, it's all, it, it's all the same. It's like, you know, with your, with your nice moderate, uh, glorious dynams you wind up with your andrea dworkins too yeah and i never said that in a derogatory way amy was a slut but this just proves the point that she relishes she, it mm-hmm. yeah and she's acknowledged i mean she's promiscuity basically done it with 60 percent of the planet express staff which makes for a somewhat uncomfortable work experience i would imagine i mean that's just the ones we know about do you think she ever got busy with zoidberg uh, just I can't remember. I don't uh, think so. I don't think so. No one that no we one know knows. about. Taking it off track, who has had a workplace romance? I have not. Um. Uh, yes, tw- the same person twice. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, dang. Two different workplaces too. <laughs> it was it was the Grover Cleveland of Michelle's dating history. Um. My ex-wife and I used to work together, but we were together before we worked together. I got a job at the place that she worked at. Um, Gotcha. And then the place I worked prior to that, uh, I, well. I'm just going to answer yes. Yeah, we're going to move on. (laughs) It's complicated, but that was before Facebook, so you couldn't just call it that. It was like... That's that I can tell that story off, Mike. But it, I mean, yes. What about Short, you? Too long didn't read. No, yes. I never have. No. No. Nope. Just wait till you start photographing dead bodies for real, and you fall in love with one of them. One day. <laughs> we can only hope. You can't talk. You're perfect. <laughs> Just don't disintegrate on me. Where's the formaldehyde? Um. So, uh, the whole the whole thing where um. Well, Zoidberg offers to give Bender the nice Kevorkian, as you mentioned at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, Suicide it is. <laughs> Hermes is camouflaged against the wall yeah. in his mustard-colored it, shirt. Yeah. Faceless bean counters <laughs> who blend into the woodwork. It's literally <laughs> his, his skin, shirt, vest are all the same color as the wall. It was, yeah, I mean, that was the, I'm the biggest uh, switcheroo on this episode, really, was we'll get there eventually, but. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this whole secret past that he has, apparently. Um, when he So to, to fill in and make sure things stay good, he gives Leela the little bureaucrat badge. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she immediately shits the bed. Like, <laughs> like, she cannot fucking hang with the filing, which is basically what it's like to come home to my house after I go on a work trip. <laughs> oh, that um, alien it's, it's, message uh, that she got? Yeah, what did that say? Yeah. Uh, where did I write it down? On here... Um, it, re- it reads, need extra cash? Melt down your old unwanted humans. We pay top dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, great. It was, it's, it, I've sympathized so much with Hermes because I go away and I come back and then there's like socks hanging from the ceiling fan <laughs> and like just shit all over. And, and throughout the course of it, like I'll call home and we'll, you know, we'll talk and catch up and it's like, I'm trying to keep things together. And I know it's just, it's like a cyclone of fucking crazy here. Um, I was just, I was just saying today because we're, we borrowed another kid um, <laughs> from some friends that's staying over tonight. 
and that, that her and my daughter were just like on 11 from the second they walked in the door. We're just like, fuck. And <laughs> as like, as they were getting ready for bed, I said to my wife, you should thank me every day for getting a vasectomy and stopping you at one. <laughs> Because like it's it's the truth. Like we will never have the defeated look in our eye that we do when you've got more than one kid. We still get a defeated look, but it, the depth isn't there. Like it's you, you just soulless pools to the back of your skull because it wears you down. Um, and that's like I I just I don't know how to um. Like when I see something like that, where the papers come in, you need to file them. Like for me, that's my default mode is just organization. Take the chaos and box it up and put it together. So like, I get where Lila was just like, you. I thought she would be better at it because she is a good captain. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's just like when the tasks get below a certain not, level, she not just good loses with paperwork. It. No, not no, at not at all. Apparently <laughs> no one there is. Plants. Yeah, she just like crumpled it up and shoved it in. She pulled a Weinstein on that paper. <laughs> it's just off it goes. Um, the uh, I liked seeing more of the central bureaucracy because it seems like a really neat Willy Wonka. -esque I love that cubicle room. <laughs> yes, the, the Rubik's cube. Thing. I wish. I had a cubicle room, except for the one guy that like flew off. <laughs> well, do you think they like strapped down or something? Like how how did that work? Well, they're all going whoa, yeah, whoa. But they all survive apparently. I mean, if that's that's how it operates, they no, they're not dying. Bender did like the part where they scream. Um. I, uh, Hermes, his cubicle is right next to the center square, which yes. is like with Paul Lind <laughs> somehow. Yes. What is, what is Sorry, it? Hermes. I drank all your wide out. I drank all your wide out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bender sharpens a pencil in his butt, so he has a brick hole and a pencil sharpener and an oil leak all coming out of the same side, which is, I mean, that's an impressive feat of engineering in the first place to have multi-function. That's kind of like being a woman. <laughs> yeah. You want thingamabobs? We got 20. <laughs> it's, all, it's all leaking. <laughs> Glad you said it. because it And just, it's all leaking. I mean, I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> but it came out of your mouth first. Me too. <laughs> the, uh, the, the part where they do the x-ray and he's got, there's a rectangular mass in your colon. <laughs> it's a calculator. He, he ate it to gain its power. power. Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, what... What is it? Uh, is this just apocryphal, or is that why cannibals ate people was to like gain their strength and power after killing them, or they died? Like I maybe believe. some of them. Okay, probably, so, probably some tribes. Yeah, some. Some. I'm, yeah, tribes. I'm. I'm being anthropomorphically or anthropologically uh, vague, but I know some tribes do it as a manner of respect. So, so if they're you just like kind of taking their ancestors into them, Hick. Uh -huh. if if <laughs> you could eat one thing to gain its properties, what would that be? Hmm. A lion, like the whole thing, or just part of it? I don't, I, as much you have to eat to gain its power. All of the power, like king the, of the jungle, the main. I would the become king of the jungle. Fair enough. I I don't know. Hakuna probably maybe probably just the heart. Right, I, I I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm just proposing it. Like, 
it seems like a good existential question. Ooh, mm-hmm. I'd eat Lionheart. You could probably. Oh, that sounds like a from uh, themed meal at LBM. Thundercats, and then I'd gain his power. I thought it was Lionel. Lion O? I thought it was Lion O. I don't know. Lion O? Is it Lion O? I don't Lionheart. know. I, I wasn't a. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't a Thundercats watcher. I was not a boy. I don't remember. Laura, what, what would you ingest to become? <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson <laughs> just or Dwayne just Dwayne Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> that is a powerful the Rock. man. That's a great I answer. Saw, I want his confidence. I want his swagger. I want his look. He can sing too. I, what can't he do? Nothing. If you know what? Nothing do it all. Between him and Paul Rudd, I mean. Well, you know what? Taking a cue from you. He can't save the movie Skyscraper. <laughs> I, I, True. I'd like some barbecued Terry Crews for me. <laughs> That's, I, I, I just like to be him. He just seems like the most amazing person. Maybe him or Mr. T. I feel like Terry Crews is Mr. T 2.0. If you if you read their Twitter feeds, they're very similar. They're just fucking full of positivity and goodness. <laughs> Michelle, I'm still thinking on it. I don't know. That's a it's a tough question. I mean, we all went with like whose living power stuff. do I want? Not even whose. Just like could it be someone dead? It could be someone dead. It could. It doesn't even have to be that a, opens th- it up. It doesn't mm. even have to be something you could eat. Like Hermes ate a calculator to gain the calculator's yeah, power. I've changed so like, my answer. I would eat uh, Watson at IBM supercomputer. To become the to, super smart, I would get that power. That's okay, a good one. or I'd eat lightning. Yeah, you stick like, like like one of those metal, the stainless steel straws, and it just any day now. Anything? I had just so many things. I, I'm overwhelmed by the opportunity and by the you could eat a plane the and probably gain the power. I was to thinking fly. plane. Yeah. I was thinking plane. That was what I was gonna go with. But then also like, what if I like ate silly putty and had like I could like tr- I could like get flat and like sneak into places and like you copy could, newspapers. <laughs> yeah. you could you could get free tattoos just by leaning up against something. <laughs> go get yeah. Books see, and that be would like, be cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to stick with Terry Crews, though. I think that would probably just be my best life ever because he's uh, – I just – I love him so much. <laughs> he's, he's really great. Um, but that's where Bender gets ready to kick ass by putting on ass-kicking feet, which um, he's never referenced before. I didn't know he had, like, interchangeable attachments. Is that something that's come up? Mm. Interchangeable attachments. He's got ass kicking feet. He's taking off his regular feet uh, and putting on ass kicking feet, which have big spikes all over him and shit. I mean, he's 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 flipped his arm into like a saw and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it's, this is the kind of shit that doesn't even bother me anymore. I'm just he, more, I'm just trying to. He figure unscrewed out if it's his head and put it into his chest cavity to cry and yell when he found out that he didn't have the the unit, the backup unit. Yeah, that's so. This is the part that I don't understand. <laughs> the, the part we've established that he's got some sort of interdimensional TARDIS like thing going on in the, in, mm-hmm. his, in his chest cavity. But there also seem to be times where you put stuff in there and it comes right back out. It's probably up to him how it, how, how it, it works. functions. So like he, cause I feel like he just put his head in there and is like sitting on a little shelf and then he takes it out. But mm-hmm. like there's other times where he has an entire swimming pool full of children inside. I mean, if there. we're going like that, it's like a magical chest cavity, like the TARDIS. It's a then, scientific chess cavity. Yeah. It's a, it's a magical science. Then it just does what it needs to do when, when it needs you need to, to do it. it. 
TARDIS is. It's literally what the TARDIS does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's those Time Lords. Um, they're weird. But this is where it gets gets strange. Um, Inspector Number Five's file has been blanked out. Did you get suspicious, or were you still like, hmm? I honestly, the reveal at the end got me. Like I, the the there was something that that right at the end. I was like, well, how would that work? And then it, the reveal came right after that. Mm-hmm. But um, just it, it seems strange. I figured it would be some sort of thing going back, but it could have been anyone. I mean, it could have been the professor. It could yeah, have right, been, right, right. You, you know, um, could have been George Takei or so, you know, just like whoever, like it, it really could have gone in a number of directions. I just knew that hijinks wouldn't sue. Mm-hmm. But then they flash back to Leela. This is actually before everything melts down. Um, she's reading World's Bravest Hamsters, <laughs> 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 which I think is. She read another world for like, or like bravest animal in something else. But I think like hamster adventures is like a genre of young adult novel like there's been like four books that my daughters had to read through grade school so far that are all starring omniscient hamsters yeah the humphrey series and then you then you have the like motorcycle mouse on a motorcycle ralph, ralph stuff yeah, beverly cleary not to be uh was that yeah that was beverly cleary and then there's Stuart little which was not that right mm-hmm. so like i don't know it seems like leela's got a thing for small animals ratatouille that, i was just gonna say ratatouille <laughs> was uh, at what point did vermin stop being cute? Never. Are you sure? I think they're rats cute. Rats are terrifying. They no, are not. I they're love rats. Smart. They're super smart. I, that's why they're, they're terrifying, terrifying when they're, they they're better bite, pets than hamsters. Bite a hole into their, to a, another rat, because that <laughs> happened to my rats. Had they just given birth? Was no. It, like a, oh. it was two boys. They've all, always gotten along, and something happened, and then the one rat bit a giant chunk and took a chunk out of the other rat's side. No. And basically, we just kind of uh, got antibiotics for it and gave it to it for a week and was like, well, we're going to see what happens. Tell, it, me again how, <laughs> tell me again how great rats are. <laughs> They're great. They're not. I, okay. They're fun. He, but he lived. He's right? lived. Yeah, it's yeah. healing. See, nature figured it Oh, out. this is a current story. Yes. Wow. It happened like a month ago. You should have that rat on this podcast. <laughs> we don't have we don't have uh, headphones tiny enough to put on. <laughs> um, the uh, but then I I thought something else would happen when they go into the tiny locked room with the special filing cabinet, and like, what do you think the why do you think those all, all of those inspectors were separated into that special? Like, was this like the ancient ones or something? Or, you know, Hermes you is a the, bureaucrat. The filing cabinets? Yes. I think it's just the filing. I think everyone's got a paper file somewhere. Ugh, that depresses me. <laughs> I mean, if they're, they're, all, they're all bureaucrats. Yeah, it's charmingly analog at this point, though. It's sort of, it's like vintage, you know, that shit. Actually, that would, uh... That's probably like the next handmade thing is you could like create little dossiers for people and sell them at a handmade market. Speaking of handmade things, um, after after they they go in there and try to find the, the paper file for inspector number five, they yeah. go outside and Bender walks into a booth 
And mm-hmm. Hermes says, no, suicide's not the answer. And Benner goes, this isn't a suicide booth. It's a phone booth. And Hermes goes, <laughs> they have phones and booths now? I can stop lugging the cell phone around and just throws it in the garbage. <laughs> he says Finally. suicide isn't necessarily the answer. Okay. <laughs> which is, is probably more accurate. I, like, actually, you know, this, this ties back to the, the job that I worked at with my ex-wife. I got hired there to organize like a hundred years worth of old paper files. It was, it was a university that like had, Uh. um, they had started in the mid 1800s and you know, when I was like five and then they merged and merged and merged. So they had, you know, all these different permutations, but they just had boxes like banker boxes full of unsorted files so i had to yep. go through these by year oh yeah i did that alphabetical too and stuff. when i worked for osu i worked for the the director of human resources for the veterinary oh college my God. and i had to file like 10 years worth of weekly um uh time sheets Oh for well, all the employees like, i had to organize why? them by employee and by year and alphabetically and i was in the basement for like months but they paid me it was like $9 an hour to do it. And I was a college student. Wow. So. <laughs> and it, it, it's like, everything's moldy and dusty yep, and dirty gross. and gross. But, um, I, I, this sounds apoc- apocryphal because it's, it's literally one of those shitty stories that someone would tell thinking it's funny. So I'm prefacing it with that. But when I got into the 1940s, the first fucking box I opened, the first card I looked at was a poor, poor woman named Anita Dick. <clears throat> and it's, you know, that's like, they had a kid named Lamangelo and Arangelo. Like, I, I know <laughs> it sounds like that, but this was just some poor lady who 70 years ago, just, she was out of this. Back out when Dick meant detective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was one sharp cookie. She was gumshoe. I, I mean, it was, it was just like, I had, I wish I had a fucking camera phone at that point just to document that. Or it was some wiseacre just, I'm going to flip this one in there. And it's, you know, I can send my friends and be like, yes, I need to see my student record. What's your name? Dick. I need a dick. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> My name's Anita Dick. <laughs> and and it goes on from there. I never found any like Mike Hunts or anything like mm-hmm. that. Although you didn't I call her? <laughs> although although I did go to grade school with a guy named Mike Hunts. So <laughs> that's also one hundred percent fucking true. I bet he goes by Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mikkel. Mick. Anything other than that. It's pronounced hunt. Um I I, I don't know. It's I I thought mom had previously issued defective robot. So this whole turn where he calls mom and he's like, hey, I'm defective, what gives? Like, she's automatically ready to blow him up and just destroy him. Is this, this is also just sort of like serving the plot or what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yes. I would, I figured she was like, fuck it. Yeah, let him be defective and then I'll sell you another one. Nope. Oh. All plot. She's kind and of the worst. Yeah, this, this episode sucks. Did, did you not like it? I don't like this episode at all. Really? Yeah. I think the end is kind of adorable. Yeah. But mm-hmm. just, it, it's like one of those episodes, like retelling of a Simpsons backstory that is I guess just, that's why I like it. Yeah, I but think then, that's interesting that like I loved it. Yeah. And then I've never really watched any other. This sets off a jag of fantastic gags like right now. Yeah. This, the idiot killbots. Yeah. And, and Someone's the, at fire. Ah, 
pile, the pile of dead bears near the yeah. 738. Yeah. <laughs> so did it, no, I just have to ask, did you not like it because it seemed like a throwaway episode in a sense? Uh, I think for me, it was the fact that I was such a big fan when it, for, when Futurama was on originally and then when it got canceled and it came back and then they threw this episode in like five, six episodes into the brand new season, you're like, this doesn't make any sense as far as what has happened. Because they, they, there's a lot of stuff in it that is like reoccurring. But yeah. then this is like so different of how Bender was, well, you, how no, Bender came about than totally what, fair. Yeah. what they've done before. I didn't realize before. this was after yeah. the... And Tom hates Reaper. Bender to begin with, so he's not a favorite character to have a, right. a Bender-centric episode. Gotcha. That I mean, that makes sense, but just the the, the bears, all the stuff on top of the train where they, they start mm -hmm. shooting the bullets and it's playing Calypso music on Bender, like, that was just, I loved it. It was so silly. And then they do the limbo all the way through that yeah. giant train tunnel. Like, that's perfect for Hermes and Bender because they're the only two characters that can get away with that. Hermes was an Olympic uh, limbo dancer. Transcontinental Underground Railroad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and But somehow they wind up at the Mexican border, which from New New York would be a long fucking train ride, right? I don't know. It's year 3000. Maybe they moved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're at Tijuana. It's like literally on the opposite side of the, the continent. Yeah. Maybe they moved it. They moved Tijuana? It's the future. That's true. I, I should have gone there couple months ago I I'm not saying they moved like where the location they physically moved Tijuana closer to <laughs> New York yeah. <laughs> I just just erased it and put it up somewhere else just yeah like now there isn't Texas was, in between I was 20 I minutes know. from the border and I had my passport and I just didn't <laughs> make it happen and the chances chances are if I went across I probably wouldn't have come back I just would have I would have done a uh a Thor hired all and be like, look at my raft made out of bamboo. I'm going to sail to Easter Island off of the west coast of Mexico. Though this is, this <laughs> with them going to Mexico and the fact that they, this is a recurring thing that always yeah. happens is that Bender was made in Mexico. So yeah, it was he's Bender Mexican. Bending Rodriguez. Yeah. Is that, have you guys ever been there? Mexico? No. Yeah. No. Nope. I've never been outside of I don't. Maine. I don't, honestly, I don't have a desire to go. No? No. Why? Like, well, Sparks is playing there in November. That'd that's fine. Cool. But go I just, to Mexico City to see Sparks. Like, what? Go anywhere to see Sparks. There's nowhere. Really. There's nothing in Mexico that I'd want to go for. Mexican food? Tacos? I, I, Aztec temples? I, to, to be honest, like, American Mexican food is beautiful women. for me. <laughs> Surly men with fantastic There's beautiful mustaches. women everywhere. This is true. Um, this is true. Yeah, but but there's the, nothing I mean, nothing I want to go see there. There's nothing I want to do I'll there. I'll go. I'll go lots of places to see beautiful ladies. Yeah, but yeah, I just why why Mexico? Because Mexican food, beautiful ladies. You're not really selling me. Great mustaches. Music. Sparks in November. All reasons that sugar skulls. Those are reasons why you would go to Mexico. Drug cartels. That is why a giant reason why I would not go to Mexico. Back me up here. There's got to be another thing. What can we sell him on Don't this? Don't you want to be held for ransom? <laughs> That's been my dream since I was five. Fuck. Where's your Somebody wants me. All right, Someone I'll tell you. I would go to, to Mexico in like and like going to like an all-inclusive resort where I would leave there. There you go. But then I could also go to like Jamaica. <laughs> You're or... gonna go to Putin Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what they wouldn't have at Putin Bay though? 
bunch of Mexican people cooking delicious food. You don't know that. I do know that. I mean, to, to be fair, probably everyone on the island of Putin Bay is Mexican cooking food. Like everyone cooking food on the island is seasonal. Right. Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. A lot of the Mexican resorts, too, have been investigated for the uh, alcohol that they serve, causing people to black out after one or two drinks. Well, that's how you so, keep the cost danger. down. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you keep and the water. Look, it's, how you, a, it's how you weed out the weak, I guess. As long as it works. Like, I mean, if it's, if it's going to take, you know, it's, it's the same as taking like a bullet train. You know, I'm going to get to the same place, but if I can get there faster, then why not? Why not? Um, no, I, I mean, I was, I was there several years ago, and it was sort of a resorty thing, so it's not like I saw the real shit or anything, but I'd love to go back. It's, it is so fantastic to not be in America. I guess there are so many places, lists of places, like, that I want to see before going to Mexico. Like Detroit? I've been to Detroit, so okay. Madison, Wisconsin? No. Detroit's fun. It's, I, no, it's fine. I, I, most of Europe. They've built up their city again. Um, have, most of the United States. No, you, you don't, I mean, you don't need to see most of it. I, most of the United States is on the list before Mexico for me. All right. I don't know how we got this deep into it. I, I figured know. you'd have I, some. I, no. I, I find it hilarious that you're defending it so badly. Like it's some place, amazing place to go. You know what? Look, at, at this point, I feel like defending Mexico is one of the most patriotic fucking things you can do. <laughs> really, they're they're standing up to our shitty president. You're gonna pay for a while. Like fuck you. No, we're not. Like that's literally what their ex president says to him. He's like, no, fuck you. I love it. Um, but they, so. The, what did they, what did they throw over the um did they throw a rock over to Tijuana and then there's like the disembodied voice of the Idios Mio guy? Do you know what I'm talking about? It was yeah. like where a stone's throw from Tijuana and he throws the, the rock and it hit Ow Yeah. Uh let me find that part. I've got it somewhere. Yeah, he says, Dios mio, a rock has fallen in the outskirts of Tijuana. <laughs> and Bender says, is it within city limits? And it says, I think yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, but Hermes has all the paperwork already. Yes. Like, it's perfect. I uh, also would have accepted a bribe. Which, that, that tracks. <laughs> but he was reading Cactus Fancy magazine. <laughs> which, <laughs> I'd, I'd actually like to see that. Like, the cacti are just fucking crazy plants. And, uh, people would buy the shit out of that magazine today. Yeah. You see oh, yeah. women with succulents? Oh, yeah. I am one of them. Like, and <laughs> I know Brandy is too. Yeah. Like, your wife. How can, we, how can we monetize? We could do a spinoff. Like, uh, we could do a podcast about cacti. About what? Cacti. Uh, Just like drag microphones across so the spines. Boring. ASMR. To see. Like, any, any more boring than listening to me try and talk Tom into going to Mexico? Really? Let's <laughs> just start a podcast. Each week we try to talk Tom into going to Mexico. It's called Tom Doesn't Go to Mexico. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, so they, there's, it's just weird that there's like the robotics factory right there. Um, and Hermes... I, maybe I took the notes wrong. Is it Hermes that's obsessed with going also, to the cockfight? Another thing, I just watched Coco. Yeah, there's a lot of skeletons in those uh, 
cemeteries. But I they're don't genial go. as fuck. They're very friendly. I know. They're just looking for scary. to be revered, which you would do if you were a good, you know, family descendant, right? It's um, up to the family to decide, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> Hermes really wanted to go see a cockfight. Um, but the, then it it just seemed weird when they're just like, oh, look at that big pile of Mexican garbage, and they started like, oh, they have cockfights in Mexico. Then let's go. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I need. I'm to sold. Think about. They've got bullfights they're too. Eagle. There's a giant bullfighting ring you can see from like the border. It's, I'll get the car. Yeah. Um. He lived at Inspector Five. Lived at 387 Avenida Conpoyo. Um. And this is where it just got weird. Like. The lizard crawling in Bender's head, just sucking into his eyeballs. Like that, that was kind of troubling to me. I don't remember that part. No, like there was a big iguana that just kind of crawled up his head and then like went in between his eye tubes. Right. Right when they walked in the house, I think. Oh. Um, and then there was a there was a continuity thing where they walk in and the computer's on the desk, and then they do another shot and the computer's not on the desk, and then it was back. Yeah, <clears throat> that was a goof. A but goof. Um, Continuity, continuity error. Yeah, but when he asked, do you want to spend your life in a bitter homicidal rage? I mean, I've kind of done it for a good chunk of mine. Like, I, I, I get it. It's, it can be satisfying or at least consuming. It makes you feel like you've got a hobby. I don't know. Um, but it, it, this kind of brought, you know... <laughs> The whole retcon thing that comes back was Bender is very emotional for a robot that they have established over and over and over doesn't have emotions, but clearly does. Cause he's like, you mm-hmm. know, just super upset and crying and weird about this whole thing. Like clearly he got inspected. So why does it matter? It's uncharacteristic of Bender the way he acts in a lot of this episode. It's like his confidence has been completely undermined by the fact that he was defective, but he didn't know he was defective until someone told him was defective. That sounds like a paramour to my last relationship. <laughs> you, you say that like, I mean, it literally ended minutes ago, Laura, apparently. Continue. Was, yeah. it, was it because you were coming on the show? <laughs> Not again. Fuck you. Anywho. Yeah, take, take you and your portrait somewhere else, sister. Um... But this was the part that I was like, okay, this is weird because it seemed like all of the computer terminals could only be opened by the person who the computer terminal belonged to. So when Hermes is like, oh, I'll hack the terminal and get it in, how did he get into the terminal? Well, it's because Hermes is inspector number five. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big twist in the plot. I was not expecting it. Um, This wasn't the first time I'd watched this episode but I don't remember if I was expecting it the first time I watched it or not. I, yeah, like I watched this when it came out back in the, yeah. uh, when it was new. And I don't remember. I just remember like because I watched it with a group of people because we were like excited that Futurama came back. Yeah. So we all got together each week. And then it just being like, oh, this <sighs> like, come on, this isn't what happened. And this isn't. Mm-hmm. We were very skeptical about Futurama as a as it returned, but there's some, like the next episode, I can't wait. It's one of my favorite episodes of the whole series. Okay. I mean, so he just tells the system that Bender's dead and that fixes the problem, but the killbots kill all themselves anyway. Like that's the part that I love. It's just like, what, what did they say 
there was, I mean, there was something where they said it and they kept doing like these puns that would be like about shooting or firing or whatever. And then they'd just turn on each other. He said, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I you got the one like killed by, I was like, we're going to get fired. Did somebody say fire? fire? Yeah. There's another one at the very end, though. Well, uh, Killbot says, uh, Mom called off the attack, although I don't see how it's her. And then yeah. the other Killbot said, Someone said how it's her. And then, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. It was fucking beautiful. I loved it. Um, and then they go back to Planet Express, and it's mm-hmm. fucking. Zoyberg is being roasted on a fucking spit. <laughs> He's getting overcooked. Yeah. It was. It shits on fire. <laughs> and like, that's what it, I mean. Every time I leave and come back, that's what I feel like it's like when I walk in. I'm like, okay, I need you not to talk to me for three hours. <laughs> and then I'm doing laundry and like washing dishes and paying bills and mm-hmm. filing stuff. It's just like, let, just let me. Yes, it's nice to see you. Just let me. Settle, please, because if I can't put this stuff away, I'm better since I started taking medication for it. So I have that going <laughs> for me now. It helps. Hey, everybody, uh, go see your doctor. Get some pills. Big Pharma is your friend. Um, and it only takes them an hour to fix it. Um, and then they bust out the Jose Servo tequila. Another dumb And they get pun. brick-faced. Oh, the other, the other uh episode reference was when they were walking around Tijuana and Bender says, Oh, nice. I was in Italy last week. Cause yeah, last week <laughs> they were in Italy. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> they went to, they went to future Roma. Yeah. <laughs> Please, it, again, forgive. Uh, no, uh, is, that a, is that a pizza place? I pray it is. It's the city no, of Rome. 3000 yeah. years or a thousand years that. from now. That's where the space Pope lives. Uh, and then they do the weird flashback. And I those those cloying emotional scenes always bother me in this. I know it's the heart of the show and everything, but like young Hermes with the crazy hair and uh just the just the number one, he was inspector number five. So mm-hmm. why didn't he just say that? Or how is Bender a cute baby robot? How does he grow? Because robots don't grow. I don't understand any of this. This is where it just always just like, ah, eh, fuck it. We're gonna throw this shit in. It didn't make sense to me at all. I'll just wait till the birds and the bots. Fuck. <laughs> it just gets worse, right? It'll just it'll just bother me. I that's that was the kind of stuff where I'm just like, whatever. Um but the the other thing it made me think about because Hermes's hair was a little more shapely and odd then. And I was watching an episode of Luke Cage last night, and one of the Jamaican gangsters had this crazy hair thing going on. I, and I just saw it in like profile briefly in a outside nighttime shot, but it mm-hmm. looked like he had like, I, so imagine he had like a rooster comb, but they were big fat, like fist sized chunks. Like, you know, like if you had like an arm with a fist sticking out of your head, but like three of them, it just seems like it'd be heavy and unwieldy. And it didn't look like straight up dreadlocks or anything. It was just like this weird, I don't know. I love that show. That's good. <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's definitely taken a turn this season. It's gotten very strange, and apparently there's a lot of uh, backlash about the Petois, and I, I'm not informed enough to, to have an opinion on that one way or the other, but it's sometimes hard to understand what they're saying. So that kind of uh, wrapped up the end of it. I mean, you only had to watch two of these shows, right? <laughs> it's so sad. Like... For as much of a fan as I am of Matt Groening's, I still have not delved into... I, I feel like the reason I have not gone down the Futurama path is 
I want to give it proper due, and I want to be able to, you know, absorb and. Well, so how do you feel about this new disenchantment show coming out? In a, a really, wasn't it thirty-one days now as the countdown? So I know about it. Yeah. I've heard about it. Um, I don't know a lot about it. I don't know what network so, it's coming out on. Netflix. Is it, okay, so it is streaming yeah. for the masses. No, that's good. I think it's great. I think it's been a long while since there's been any new Matt Groening content. Yes, you know he's that been we can coasting. really like. And even when I say new Matt Groening content, obviously he had the, you know. Oh, wait, The Simpsons is still on the air. No, it's, <laughs> exactly. And I know I say that and I feel shitty saying that because like he's done like f far more than I will ever do in my life and has influenced far more, you know, people than I ever will and will continue to do so with that in Futurama. But it's a... It's just, I don't know, it's a different realm to dive into rather than continuing to create content that's based on things that you've been doing yeah, for this long duration and creating something new and creating something that's based around female characters. I think that's really... I think it has a lot I think of potential, that's really special. For sure. Yeah, I think it has great potential, especially in the current climate that we're at, and I'm really, really super excited to... I think there's a lot of, uh, we've talked about it a little bit, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of overlap on the voice talent from Futurama to Disenchantment. There's some. I don't think they're... I think Billy they, West and Maurice LaMarche are both in it. Yeah, they've been really secretive about what who's doing what on that show, too. Yeah. Like, 95% of the cast on the show, like, it shows who is a voice in it, but not who they not, are. not even a character name. Like it's so it, they've barely said what the show is about. It's like the princess who's like an unlikely princess. Like type. brave basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and which is fine. Like, I like then they that have all too. these, these actors, like a lot of uh, British actors too. Like Noel Fielding is apparently a voice, but I'm like, is he a main character? Is he like a one in. line, like talking mouse that runs through a seat? Like, I want an, I want him to be in every episode, <laughs> like. But they have no. There's like no character names for anybody, and there's barely any information. But I'm. I, I from what I've seen, the thirty second trailer that they've posted on that Netflix posted. It looks like it'll be pretty good. Do you think they'll dump the whole series, or are they going to parse it out? I think they'll do the whole thing. Just like when it comes out, big, there's your like, whole. I don't it. think they've. Has Netflix really done like the weekly releases? I know Hulu does with Joel like, McHale, Michelle Wolf. Yeah, but those are different. Those are Chelsea like Handler those stuff. are like. Um, but not the not the fictional or the, like the scripted yeah, content. Yeah, those shows aren't. Yeah, like I mean they're scripted, but they're they're like dependent Topical. on like this week's yeah, yeah politics and whatever jokes. When is the release date for it? It's mid August. Like it's uh, it's coming August nineteenth. Oh, okay. So that's super quick. I was yeah. gonna say you could go to the Matt Groening, Linda Berry thing and ask, but that's not happening here till We can go and ask him to apologize for it next year after it comes out. <laughs> it's shit. It, yeah. It's total shit. Um, that'll, be, that'll, that'll be good. We can regroup on that. And, of course, I don't, I don't know if you recall this from the last episode or it may have been off mic talk, but Laura and I have planned to do a separate podcast too. Or just hmm. spinoffs after spinoffs after spinoffs. So many podcasts. It was a well over a year ago that I have been like tapping him. <laughs> not, not Sounds like you've got a lot more free time, Laura. So let's talk. I 
don't. It won't. <laughs> now I do. But no, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, you have a child and a wife. I don't have anything. Uh, look, they can, uh, they the can feed line. themselves and go to the <laughs> bathroom. It's, it's all good. No. We, have, we have our own food spinoff that we're working on, too, with, with like, oh, yeah. ticketed events. I mean, it's, no, that's it's awesome. a whole thing. It's, uh, I would still like to do that podcast. I'm I'm back in school now. I'm going for the criminology degree. Oh, I see so many dead people. I've already seen some. <sighs> it's a hoot. Oh, <laughs> none of great. wait were any of them Bruce Willis? <laughs> no. So I um I I took that forensic photography uh exhibit. Oh, is that the thing in in Miami with the cra- yes. with with yes. the murder scene Airbnb? Yes, I went to I went to Miami wow. to take a. I've workshop. not heard of this, but that sounds great. <laughs> it was a forensic photographer uh, workshop in Miami, and I, I took it last year, and it was amazing. It was wonderful. They taught you how to shoot for a crime scene, and it was really based for currently working detectives and cops to learn how to use a camera and how to process a crime scene and do photos. But I was kind of coming from the opposite end of it where I already knew how to use a camera. I'm just not a detective. And I was like, I'm a student. Can I take this? And they were like, yeah, sure. We'll Come take a thousand dollars. If you want to pay it, we'll take it. So nice. I was like, student loans, charge it. But yes, I got to spend a week in the Miami Dade County, uh, medical examiner autopsy suite. And I saw some shit. Did and anybody dress crazy. like Crockett and or tubs? <laughs> <laughs> Pastels and do you meet Dexter Morgan? Yeah, (laughs) I did did not. I I honestly, the thing that I saw, which it wasn't even the thing that I saw that was the worst, it was the thing that I saw and smell that was the worst. Oh, yeah, it was a man who had been, I don't know if he had been electrocuted or burned, but he had been completely toasted to the level of this color and they always say it smells like barbecue and it does i know that that sounds very very weird but walking in (laughs) next to him it was the day after they had found him and i still was like is that pork it's like what the the hell like i smell long pig but it is (laughs) so bizarre and let me tell you he did not die peacefully he was just like like like, i mean it was it was horrible they just killed someone like that on luke cage last night i was well i bet he had a much it was violent (laughs) it was not real they covered him in rum and then lit him on fire it was it was amazing we should probably wrap up this podcast that's been 40 percent about futurama and 16 percent about other things um yeah tom had to run out uh to to deal with some stuff so it it, he's not just being quiet he actually left uh thank you for coming back on the show it is it is so much fun to have you back no content concerning you were fantastic as always we're sorry we're sorry about your recent personal tribulations it's fine. <laughs> uh, anything you'd like to plug? Or, I mean, you are you still doing storytelling stuff? Um, I don't do anything. I really, no. I just, I'm in school now. No one cares about okay. that. <laughs> well, uh, Laura published a book a couple years ago called Faces of Cleveland. It's, it's a really cool just sort of study of interesting people that live in this city. Interestingly enough, I had been going through another bad breakup and decided to uh, funnel my pain into photographic art prints one of which is peter's beautiful gorgeous funny intelligent wife brandy included in this book 
And, you know, there's there's maybe pictures of me that could show up. And it's like I said, when you came in, it sounds like it's time for for volume two. But it sounds um, ripe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but otherwise, um, you know, you're always welcome to come back and, and maybe we'll get our spinoff started shortly now. Yes. Um, I would love that. We can. Well, what do we have anything else going on? Uh, we did get a review a couple weeks ago, a new one that was nicer than the ones very, that we got at the beginning of June, oh, no. uh, from Alley Cat 515. Yes. Gave us five stars. Been listening since the beginning, but finally got around to adding a review after hearing some of the negativity about the other reviews in the most recent episode. Yeah. Fuck the guy who said we're annoying and said that Tom <laughs> sounds drunk. Because he, he does. It's yeah. fine. That's uh, Tom. Why listen <laughs> if you think we're annoying? And he said he wasn't going to, so that's fine. He probably won't hear this, but if he's still he listening, fuck you. Uh, so, <laughs> so she said, love the podcast and hope that you guys will keep going with another series once you, sad face, run out of Futurama episodes. I like the disenchantment idea. Hopefully it turns out to be decent. Keep up the great work. Looking forward to hearing your take on the Comedy Central episodes. And yes, I also think Tom sounds drunk most of the time, but if it bothers you that much, maybe you should be drunker. Cheers, Allison. <laughs> Thank so thank you. you, Allison. Thank you very much. That's, Hot take. I like it. Yeah. that's She's speaking her mind, and it's, we agree with her. Um, the uh, I mean, this will be out. It's a mid-August. If you're in the Cleveland area, both my band and Tom's band are playing Pressure Fest, which has um, lots and lots and lots of great bands, several former guests, and their bands are playing. Mm-hmm. Bill Squire, uh, former – well, not former friend of the show. He's a friend of the show, former guest host – um, he'll be performing comedy on this and it's, it's put on by, uh, pressure life magazine, which I, I want to say at least a couple of their staff members have been on mm-hmm. too. We had Dan, Dan Bernardi, Bernardi on a while ago and, and we're working on some others. So if, if you're in Cleveland on uh, August 18th, it's a three venue music festival for the low, low price of like $15 and lots and lots and lots of great stuff going on. So Oh, shit. If you aren't in Cleveland, just fly here or drive here and see. Take a boat from Canada. <laughs> I don't care. It, it'll be a good time. Swim across Lake Erie. Yeah. Yeah. Have so, you have you had Jim Baca on? No. We'll he shake him wonderful. down there. Oh, yeah. Perfect. He's the creator of all of that. There we go. We're it's it's synergy, right? Next year we can next year we can do a live episode. Hey. Yeah. Um, we can be found at Swarmcast.com. We have all of our episodes and a link to our T public shop. Uh, we are on Facebook, we are on Instagram and Twitter at SlurmcastPod. You can email us at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. You can call us, leave voicemails, send us texts or pictures or other things at 216-438-1077. That sounds that right. That I, sounds right. Should I never remember the, the phone number? Yeah, and, you know, please, please, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's great to have stuff like Allison wrote. It's less great to have... Uh, Whoever the other guy was, it says Tom sounds drunk. Accurate. He wasn't but even mean. the most negative one. No, <laughs> no, there's a couple out there. But look, giving us a shitty review is still giving us a review. So we'll take it. Um, and we'll be back soon with another new episode. Have a great night. Goodbye. You can review me at nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, leave five, me a five stars. Star review. Uh, currently hey, single. Well, at least four, you gave four, us a zero. <laughs> three, six, <laughs> seven. Call it. I might probably not pick up oh god and if you i just, sound we'll, drunk it's probably because we'll edit that out <laughs> yeah <please. laughs> bye <laughs>